0: Hi, everybody in podcast land and also on YouTube. I'm James. I'm David. I'm Riley. And this is the Carpool Critics Movie Podcast, where today we are discussing the 2016 anime movie, Your Name.
1: Oh, spoiler alert! What's your name? What's your name? What's your name? I'm forgetting.
0: (laughs) Uh, Cool. Uh, David, what do you give this movie out of 10? Now, keep in mind, David, just be careful, because I found this movie on Reddit after watching it, and there was a poll where people ranked it out of 10. Oh. It had 5,000 votes oh. and the vast majority of people gave it a 10. The what? second the second most popular votes in order were 9 8 7 and then 1.
1: Was it on the your name subreddit though?
2: No. It was on like <laughs> It was on the, the movie subreddit. Okay, like movie the, subreddit. Just movies. Okay. You also have to be careful because we don't wanna we don't wanna deal with the same kind of backlash we got on the Spirited Away podcast.
1: I like Spirited Away, so you guys Oh yeah, that's right. We're the James and I didn't like them. Okay. We're just the people who have never been to a different country before, apparently. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. All right. I have. Filled to the brim with brilliant ideas that are brought to living, breathing life through absolutely phenomenal animation. Your name still falls confusingly flat due to several bad and ultimately cre- critical key creative choices. Wow. This is my rating.
2: Oh, my gosh. Okay. What is that, a graph? So it's a graph. A graph. This up- is my
1: level. David's Your Name Enjoyment Chart. Oh, I see. It's undulating. You're going to have to describe it for the audio listeners. It's uh, up and down, and every down is every time there's a fucking J-pop song. <laughs> 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 huh. Okay, oh, so it's, no. it looks like you I wouldn't had, call it J pop first. It looks of like all, you started we'll off on a that. high. You started off around eight. Yeah. I I mean there's a lot of really good stuff in this movie. The visuals are phenomenal, and we'll get into it to it more. And there's times where I'm like, I'm really into these things that are happening, the visuals or like the story beats or the, the themes that are being explored. But then the music starts. And I can't handle how bad of a singer. That singer is. Oh, okay, He is okay. terrible tone. Wait, wait, wait. I, I really, really, really want to talk about this. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go to Riley first. Okay, can I just ask
2: one question before I do it? Yeah. What Did you watch the dub or the sub? The sub. So you sub watched the original Japanese audio?
1: Yeah, but the songs were still in English.
2: The songs were in English? Yes.
1: Whoa, 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 Which, That's not right. What did you watch?
2: I watched the English audio. So, like, not the. They were speaking English. They were speaking English. Yep, because duh. apparently this dub is, like, decent. Yeah. Uh, as far as anime dubs it. go. Um But I had read that the original songs were in Japanese and they translated them to English for the audio, for the English audio dub. So when you listened to it, they were in English. Yeah. Okay. But, and I also thought they were bad, but that's because I, I was like, oh, that's because they're translated.
0: Yeah. So I also watched it with subtitles. Yeah. And the song was in English, but it's by a Japanese band called the Rad Wimps. Yeah. Oh. And that's why they're so bad. And what it made it even worse is like you can tell that we're, we're getting so sidetracked here. You can tell that it, it, they're lyrics in English written by a non-English speaker and they're ridiculous lyrics. Um, But what made it even worse was that when you're watching with subtitles, the lyrics were written out in the subtitles. So you can just really zero in on how awful they are. For example, lyrics such as, at an unprecedented speed, I will dive right into you. And when I dozed off into a lukewarm can of soda, (laughs) you're
1: quite a showy crier. Watch you stop your tears, see your eyes dry. Yeah, that was the one I wrote down too. Who would put the word unprecedented speed (laughs) into a song? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I think having those songs subtitled was a huge mistake because not only is his tone and his pitchiness really distracting, having the words pop up means that you're like told you, to focus on the song. I could not song. let it go in the background. Yeah. But the overall sentiment of the song, like the, yep. the vibe of it
0: was like this nice epic. Yeah. It, it matched what I was seeing. Yeah. I didn't
2: hate that. And, okay, wait. So originally, we all got screwed here, guys. Originally, the songs were in Japanese. When the f- film initially released in Japan under the name... Kimi no Wawa. Wa. I'm not saying that right. Kimi no Nawa. Um, the songs are in Japanese, and they translated them to English for the wider release. Oh wow, I would have
0: really so even if enjoyed. You I would that. have enjoyed this
2: movie a lot. Even more. if you see the movie in Japanese, if you're watching the movie, the the version that released to the wider international audience, you're getting the English songs.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, wow. that's the problem. Because I agree. I think if it was in Japanese and I didn't know what they were saying. The musically the songs are fine. I think the singer is bad. I think he's pitchy yeah. and he was flat constantly and his tone is really unpleasant and really sharp and like Ew. I wonder how much of that has to do with him singing in English though. I listened to, I was listening to them today on uh, YouTube. I was listening to some of their songs and the best songs are the ones where his voice is like processed like auto-tune or, or made it sound like an artificial sound and then those songs are kind of cool but overall like that band is like the good Charlotte of Japan. <laughs> <laughs> like they're not this a good bit Yeah, like it's <laughs> cheesy. Like music I would be super into in grade seven. And like, if you like this music, we're not shitting on you. But like, that is just not for me. It sounded more like a uh, Hey There Delilah. Okay, well, a Japan. little bit. Yeah. Okay,
2: we'll get into more w- whether your rating is valid based on you know the fact that we know that these songs are translated because yeah. like maybe you yeah. would have liked we, it more. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, here's yeah, my yeah. slogan If you're a new listener, we never do this. I swear. Yeah. We gotta keep this movie going. out of ten. I think I would say this is a good movie if I could only remember what it was called. Hmm, so strange. I feel as if I've seen it before. Wait, how did I get into this podcast? Eight out of 10. <laughs> Eight, yeah, strong. <laughs> yeah, I Thank like God. this movie a lot. I, uh, I didn't expect to like it going in, but I was just like, it took me on a ride. The twists were great. I felt emotionally connected. And there was even a bit of moisture in my eyes at the oh,
0: end. Oh, that's nice. Great. Nice. I'm glad you're here. When you say <laughs> that, <laughs> what? When you say that uh, you didn't expect to like it going in, do you mean before you pressed play, or do you mean in the beginning minutes of the film?
2: Um. So, uh, sort of both, I guess. Before I started watching it, I was kind of like, "Ah, eh, it's an anime." You know, I didn't love the last one, and I've, I've, I've the last watched one being Spirited Away. The, the last one we did on the podcast. I've, I've watched other anime films that I don't. A not like uh but I don't know this one didn't look particularly compelling to me and yeah in the first few minutes I was kind of like eh, is this like a emotional During whatever first music video
1: <laughs> yeah yeah like, uh-oh
2: but did turn it around okay uh beautifully drawn and
0: dramatically scored we'll say that your name is boring melodramatic and kind of annoying <laughs> I'm gonna, oh, but lots you're of caveats worst. here. I'm gonna give this a range. It's somewhere between a five and nine out of ten.
1: That's so fun. That's so funny that what? you and I had the same idea. Like you can't rate this. Well, movie. It's what do different. You mean? It's different than what you're getting. Yeah.
0: What you're saying. I think because there's a lot to like here. Yeah. And I think that I actually did myself and everyone listening a disservice because my viewing experience just wasn't great. Mm. My kid was ripping around, hyper as hell. I don't know what's happening to her. She's turning into a toddler. She pushed this little nightstand thing into the middle of the room and then stood on it like a podium. And just just like standing there all proud and looking at us, like taunting us. And I was like, get down. This is dangerous. And then on top of that, like my playback kept pausing. I I was having some issues. So I think that really contributed to me not being able to fully get into it. At the same time, within the first 10 minutes, one of my first notes is we're 10 minutes in and I am just not grabbed yet like it kind of failed to set up the characters as like at the beginning of a movie you need to set up like are they sympathetic or likable you know why do I relate to them and they kind of failed to do that but again we're getting ahead of ourselves first we need to talk about our sponsors Carpool Critics is supported by Manscaped the best in men's below the belt grooming Manscaped offers precision engineered tools to shave your family jewels including the greatest ball hair trimmer on the planet the Lawnmower 3.0 that's right, it's real, and it's awesome. How would you like to- do that? I thought it was just a legend. Awesome. It's got a ceramic blade, 7,000 RPM quiet stroke motor, and even an LED light so that you can see what you're doing, Riley. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code CARPOOL at manscaped.com.
2: That would have come in handy, but, but I didn't have it, so I made a horrible mistake. What are you
0: talking about? Huh? We're also brought to you by Private Internet Access VPN. PIA helps you hide your true IP address so that you can bypass geo-restrictions and censorship. You can connect up to f- 10 devices at once, and it includes an internet kill switch if your VPN gets disconnected involuntarily. PIA is available for Windows, Mac, Android, iOS, and even as a god dang Chrome extension.
2: <laughs> so check it out at lmg.gg/carpoolcritics trying to do like an anime like
0: that's actually what i wanted to talk about because (laughs) there's something about anime where they have a lot of breath noises (laughs) like when you're walking when they're walking by each other and they don't know like there's a lot of like anime like whimper noises
2: yeah man (laughs) and this it's crazy i so i have done some english dubbing for animes and uh There are, like, you'll do the main lines, and then they're like, okay, now we're doing the walla. (laughs) So you go back and do another take of, like, all the little, like, (gasps) What is walla? Uh, It's generally, like, um, non... Non-specific dialogue noises. So if like you need a bunch of people like yelling in the background or something, and that's called um, walla. So you'll get a couple of voice actors to all go like,
0: hey
1: man, what are you doing I'm okay. get out
0: So it's like Foley, but Foley is non-human. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, noises. It's like, so like Fo- Foley but Foley but like would rim. be like like cars going by. Yeah. Birds. Clothes, yeah. Rain noises. Yeah, yeah walla, walla
2: like... would also be like if your character gets hit or something and you have to go, ugh. Or like an impact, like a, you're slicing somebody else. Like that's Walla. Mm.
1: But, but what happens if my brain got hit and I forgot what happened in this movie, Riley? <laughs> then that's just the plot of the movie. No,
2: that's, that's <laughs> us needing to hear the movie synopsis. Thank you, oh, Riley. Oh, <laughs> okay. Mitsuha, a teenage girl living in the small town of Itomori, and Taki, a schoolboy in Tokyo, have vivid dreams about each other, but the memories fade quickly. Their friends tell them that they have been acting strangely, which leads the two to discover that every few days, they swap bodies. And of course, the first thing that Taki does is look at himself naked. Oh yeah. (laughs) Taki and Mitsuha learn to work with each other, leaving notes so they can catch up on what they missed the previous day. After some time, the connection is suddenly broken, compelling Taki to seek out the town of Itamori. But when he arrives there, he discovers that it was destroyed by a comet impact Three years ago. <gasps> what a twist. The next morning, Taki journeys to Mitsuha's family shrine in Itamori, which he visited once in Mitsuha's body. There, he drinks sake that Mitsuha prepared three years ago from her saliva. It's a cultural thing. There's a ceremony. And wakes up in Mitsuha's body on the morning of the day the comet struck the town. Realizing there's a chance to save her and the villagers, Taki, as Mitsuha, concocts a plan with her friends to convince the town to evacuate before the comet strikes that night. But it's only partially successful. In desperation... The comet or the plan? The the plan. And the comet. Spoilers! <laughs> In desperation, he runs up the mountain towards the shrine, reaching it just as twilight hits, a.k.a. Magic Hour. Ever heard of it, David? Robert Pattinson? <laughs> and because it's magic, they can see each other, meeting face-to-face for the first time. But when the sun fully sets, Mitsuha is gone, and Taki, Taki can't remember why he came there or even Mitsuha's name. Back in Mitsuha's time, the comet hits this town, this town, and destroys it. Five years later, we learn that most of the villagers actually survived. In Tokyo, an older Taki and Mitsuha pass by each other, feeling a mysterious connection. Taki asks Mitsuha if they've met before. Before they both ask, simultaneously, can I ask you your name? The end. <laughs> sweet ending. I guess they end up together and have trans-dimensional babies. Well, let's start <laughs> off by talking
0: about the best parts of this movie. You know from like frame one, whoa, the visuals are sweet. Yeah. This so movie. yeah, Good. You're watching it in HDR or 4K. It's it's so nice.
2: It's a great opening with the comet, like, falling through the skies, and you see, like, the stars and the clouds all kind of, like, coalescing, and the Lots music is beautiful at, the, at that at that point.
0: Yeah. Tons of depth. Like, you can tell, like, the the clouds in the foreground just seem so 3D. It must be, like, CG, like, yeah. computer it's a, They do but a it, lot of CG in this movie. Also hand-drawn, though.
1: Yep. It's a combo.
0: A lot of people talk about how beautiful Spirited Away was, but, and how it's all hand-drawn and there's meticulous detail, but I found this movie to be way better
1: looking. But, I mean, it's also 15 years older. That so has a, a lot to do with it. It was just they didn't have computers. Uh, yeah, that's a 2018. <laughs> they had like, like abacuses. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love water it. wheels. I, even like the way some of the people are animated, it feels so life-like. Like when uh, they're in the small town and they're doing the traditional dance the way their bodies are moving I, I couldn't tell if it was CG or hand drawn animated in the sense that the shading and the colors were correct mm. but it felt like they were moving in 3d space and it felt more yeah real than normal hand drawn animation you're i was about, so like, impressed the ritual they did? Yeah. yeah i was like i was totally blown away by just like the detail in the way they moved i was like this is that, as good as it gets that looked like it was like motion
2: capture yeah. or at the very least that they like filmed somebody doing that and then animated frame by frame it or yeah because it it, 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 did, it did look really good.
0: What about the lens flares? Are those
2: computer? Probably added? those are from the real lenses. <laughs> they filmed, like You can film the paper, and it, they kind
0: of. Can you draw a lens flare? You could, but it's way easier to just generate it through CD, like CG. They were nice. They weren't. They were almost like J.J. Abrams,
1: like overdone, but they were pretty. They good. They brought it in J.J. Abrams of this world just to do the lens flares. There's a lot of like He's 3D 3D camera moves up, really. where like. <laughs> In a cheaper movie or an older movie, when the camera moves in 3D and the space is revealed to not be hand-drawn, but actually stitched together 3D polygons, it it gives away that illusion. In this, it never gives way to that illusion. It constantly feels like I'm watching a hand-drawn frame, even though the camera's moving in 3D space. Mm, And I I, want to praise them for how good of a job they did. Yeah, and they used it to a
0: great effect as well, because the movie is so vibrant that there's a scene when they look at historical photos of the town, and they're all black and white. That it really adds that that contrast of everything's been so in your face and saturated the whole movie. And when you see the black and white, it's really like somber and sad. Yeah. You There's,
2: know what's kind of like a jarring thing to see uh, in this movie is this like rock musical intro, which is which is totally normal. I understand for anime TV shows because I've I've seen them many times. But this is the first time that I've seen an intro like this in a in a movie. And I, is this is this a normal thing? I don't you don't <laughs> ask me. you guys. Don't ask me. But it was it was weird. And I was kind of like it because it kind of like flashes forward to some events from yeah. the movie. And I'm like, this is this is the exact same thing as in seven, actually, where I was like, I I like that we got rid of these type of like pre credits or um what do you call it? Opening credits. Opening credits sequences. Because I'm like, just get into the thing. Like, I don't want to. It pulls you out. Yeah. And it, it's kind of spoilery because yeah. prior to that, all you see
0: is like these two characters giving this um, kind of like parallel or simultaneous monologue where they're both saying like, sometimes I wake up from dreams and I'm just crying. I don't know why. Like, yeah. At that point, I was in. I was like, yeah, that is a cool premise. Right. And then suddenly it's like yeah. <laughs> and they're like, and I didn't know that these characters would ever cross paths or meet. But then during that intro sequence, they're like, back-to-back, back, like, standing beside each other in crap and just these little poses. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, they're definitely going to meet, I guess. So I did. Spoiler alert. I
2: did want to ask you, d- did you go in blind to this movie? Did Completely. You know, didn't even see the trailer. You knew, you knew nothing about the premise. All I knew
0: is that after we did Spirited Away, everybody was like, you must do your name. Mm. You must.
2: You must. And ha- you had seen this before. I've seen this before. Uh, see, I had not seen it before, but I knew the basic premise. I knew that it involved body swapping in some way. So I think maybe that carried me through a little bit when you... Do you think you kind of, like, were... Uh, you said you were not interested at some points so Like, it failed to grab your attention. But for me, I think that I went along with even the parts that were kind of, like, lame because I was, like, interested in the central premise of the body well, swapping.
0: Well, they did a lot of... What you need to do with a character at the beginning is make me relate to them and there's like usually three ways to do that you can just make them a good person you can make them a bad person who's funny or you can make them in a in a like scenario that is just crappy and like unjust and so So makoto
2: shinkai just was did not have you in mind
0: (laughs) (laughs) this is just how stories work i didn't i don't make the rules um so she's kind of in a crappy situation in that like she has a lot of pressure on her because the her dad's the mayor for some reason um Actually, I guess there's reasons for that. Her dad's the mayor and he kind of is strict and picks on her and she's in school and everyone's like, oh, what'd you do yesterday? You had amnesia. That's weird. But those things weren't compelling enough. The stakes weren't like high enough for me. Really? For me to really relate to her there. And then the pacing of rolling out, like there's probably three or four different scenes where people are like, you were weird yesterday before right. they tell you what it was. And I was like, I, I get that. I understand. Yesterday right. was weird. What the hell was it already?
2: Could have gotten to the point well, a little a- bit quicker. And
1: even before that, we have the scenes where I think we kind of understand that there was a body swap. And like, I don't know. I, you might be bringing that with you. Maybe. I, I don't know. It's, I feel like the I've seen a lot of movies like this. It's this Freaky Friday, but instead of it being like a mom and a daughter, it's two teenage lovers. I don't know. Like I, it really sat me with me wrong when the first thing that happens after the or like opening is like a teenager playing with boobs and looking at themselves <laughs> naked, and then a girl being upset not because she was told that like she was possessed or like she was super weird yesterday. None of that bothers her. Her hair was messed up, and she's like, oh, "My hair!" And then I'm like, oh. "Yeah." And I looked it up, and it's of course this movie is written by by a dude. So wait a second. <laughs> so in those, at the very beginning,
0: when we first meet Mitsuha... Um, we see the character grab her breasts, right, yep, yep. which means that's talky in her body, yep. right? So the first scenes when she's walking around town are all talky. Yeah.
2: No. Yeah. No. Cause... This is what's so confusing. That first. This is why I was like upset because I was like, this doesn't make any sense. She wakes up and she's talky, right? Yeah. And she's like, oh poops, what? And then she goes and looks in the mirror and she's like, oh my gosh, my yeah. naked body or whatever. Yeah. But then the next scene. The, like the oh, next it's, shot it's the she's next walking day. down and that must be the next day yeah. because that's clearly Mitsua, and she's like yeah, I right. did what yesterday right like Taki yeah, yeah, wouldn't yeah, yeah, be saying right, that right. no so it's like, purposely the way confusing. that they did that was yeah. so
1: weird but I, I found it weird because I thought that it was smart to roll out that information in one scene Or I think they, they kind of tell you that something's crazy is up in that first scene when she's grabbing her boobs But then I was like, oh, great. I wrote it down. Like, this is efficient. They're telling us a lot of stuff in this one scene. But then after that, like you said, they take four other occasions to be like, this is what's happening. This is what's happening. This is what's happening. They also fail to
0: tell you who the protagonist is. Mm. I mean,
1: maybe you can make the argument that it's a dual protagonist movie.
0: But I actually think it's Taki. Yeah, for sure. Because he's the more active one. He, like, drives the story. And I think he ends up getting more screen time. Yeah. Um, But then we don't really meet him for, like, 20 minutes. Other than him being in her body and we don't know. When it finally cuts to Tokyo and like he wakes up and stuff, or we know him as a character, it's quite a bit of what I, in. I
2: would argue that it is a dual protagonist movie, but it's a failure of the screenwriter that he uh, put more emphasis on Taki, probably because he's a dude. I don't know. That's that's
1: that's the way it feels yeah. to me. I think that you're right. The movie is a little confused. I think that by the end of the movie, Taki's definitely protagonist, where his actions are driving oh, the sure. end game of the plot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's fine. All, all the stuff that happens is fine. <laughs> it's fine. Well, okay, okay. There's lots of sweet stuff in here, though. Like, Let's keep oh, on yeah. that. I want to talk about the music that is very good in this movie. Okay. There is, the orchestral stuff? The orchestral yeah. score is excellent. When like The first time Mitsuha wakes up inside of Taki's body, and she's in Tokyo for the first time, and it's kind of this piano riff, and the strings are building underneath, and like you get all these shots of Tokyo incredible it's such yeah. a beautiful score or when mitsuha and her grandma and her sister are walking through the forest oh, and the grandma yeah. is giving like this philosophical conversation that's kind of exploring the themes of the movie totally. and you're getting these abstract visuals from before in the movie that are coming together to tie the theme but the music is so powerful those moments are awesome yeah they're so incredible and i the whole movie could keep up that pace oh boy this would be a 10 out of 10 lauren was like taking care of the baby
2: in the other room and she like her she wasn't she was like working while i was watching this movie and she was just kind of like having an ear out for like what was going on and then like there are part there were multiple parts where the music kind of swelled up and she was like well i like the music <laughs> i was like yeah it's really good yeah i really uh there were parts of it that uh, really evoked um Okay, well, it sounded like Breath of the Wild, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I'm sure that, like, Breath of the Wild was very heavily influenced by a lot of these, like, anime movies that have these kind of musical motifs. But, man, that's sort of, like, Japanese piano, kind of ethereal, I don't know what genre it is, but it's really nice. It's just Japanese, man. You can spot Japanese piano. Japanese piano, dude. good. Casio. I have a Japanese piano. Did you know? Wow. I mean mean the person playing, but... What?
0: What do you, okay, that's another thing. You mentioned like this Freaky Friday aspect of it. Yeah, that's another thing that's got kind of weird. Cause from a tone promise aspect, Riley, hmm. um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the at the beginning when they're having that that dual monologue I talked about, they're kind of setting up that this is gonna be kind of a heavy movie. Yeah. Um, but then in like I don't know the first half an hour, it seems really like this is when my wife showed up and she's like, is this for adults or ten year olds? Yeah. And it's really like. <laughs> It's just kind of silly. And Let's go
1: to the cafe. The cafe? The cafe? The cafe? Uh, <laughs> yeah.
2: I think that like, I don't know. I The vibe I got from this movie is sort of like a emotional 90s uh, young adult movie like it's yeah. not it's not for adults per se but like the 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 high school like drama vibes are, are strong with this movie yeah. i it's honestly I think like if you took, were like the age of the characters it yeah. would be great It that's took fair. me back honestly i was like whoa this is like it feels it felt like high school just kind of like the no I don't want a girlfriend oh, maybe yeah. I do want a girlfriend uh, I'm not ready for I don't want a relationship no you're and like they're teasing each other they're, like they're pretending they nice. don't like each other but they do and uh the twists man that was another that was that was that's one of my favorite things about this movie are the twists mm. there's more there's more than one like well there's the fact that like once you actually learn that they're body swapped like you if I knew that there was a body swap going on but once I got to that point I was kind of like once you actually learn that it's a thing for real it is kind of like oh whoa cool and then they're kind of like learning about it and then uh oh finding out inamori was wiped out that was great
1: i moments. did not see that coming
2: yeah. that to me is the real twist the and that's when the tone changes big, the midpoint. big twist for like the three
1: years ago thing yeah. and then um, I, I love the moment too when she, they're writing their names on each other's hands when they're at the, like the crest of that hill yeah. or whatever and then, like didn't halfway have half her two through talking, she just disappears and the pen drops. That yeah. edit, my girlfriend gasped. and she yeah. wasn't into the movie. She was like, <gasps> and yeah. I was like, whoa, that's a good moment. That hey. edit was great. Yeah. That was the second edit that made me go, oh, yeah. Which
0: the earlier one being when they're just uh, she is walking in the forest with her little sister, and sister's like, you could sell this sake, and then she like imagines like <laughs> it, the f- full frame of the screen is filled with like this ad of her dressed up like selling the sake, mm-hmm. yeah. And then you think that's just like its own thing that we're gonna jump cut away from, but instead the camera just like. Pan slash tilts away from it, and you—it's revealed that that's in a thought bubble. Yeah. It goes back it's to where I was like, "Oh, that was cool." Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and that's not even there. There's also a twist, really, when he goes to the shrine and he drinks the sake, and then he falls asleep and wakes up, and it's like, "Oh, there's still a chance." Yeah. They can change the past. That's a bit of a twist. They go up in Magic Hour. You don't know what's going to happen, and then they can see each other. You're like, "Oh no, my god!" They gosh. can't see each
1: other. They can hear each other.
2: They can hear each other, but then Magic Hour happens. And they can see each other.
1: Yeah. At the end, you're right. You're right.
2: Yeah. Twist. And it, and then, <laughs> and those then count the twists. comet hits, and you think that they failed, and then five years later, you find out, oh, they succeeded. Yeah, so what,
1: what did happen when the comet hit?
2: My question is, did anything actually change?
0: Or was no, the they, outcome they always like that? They did change it. They did change it. How do you know that? Because from the beginning, before they intervened at all, they said that a third of the town was destroyed. And no, they, but
2: they said that there were, like, almost no survivors. They did? I thought they yeah. said, like,
0: a third died. No. Really? That's what I thought, but, I, again, who knows?
2: I thought that, well, okay, yeah, who knows? And then,
0: from my perspective, I thought they said, like, you know, it killed, like, half the town, and then after they intervened, it said many people perished, and it didn't give, like, a number of difference, so I was
2: like, did, what did they I save any more? Okay, so what, what I remember is them saying most of the people died the first time, and then the second, when once they changed it, most
1: people survived. But what changed the second time? We saw the second time, didn't we? Where they failed to like keep their friend at the announcement thing. Yeah, but they explained the police they, came and. They ex- well, th- we do know that things changed because after they their intervention,
0: then there was into the historical record there was added things about like the suspicious uh, explosion in the substation and stuff yeah. like that, and that seemed to be new.
2: I think I think they succeeded in getting people to disperse a little bit away from where the main
1: festival was because the power did cut out. I feel like the movie kind of failed to show that, though, because, like, in the sequence of events, they show, like, them succeeding to get people away, and then they show them getting defeated, where the people are like, oh, we can stay here, we're totally cool, and they show a montage of people not leaving, and then that's the end of the people that they show us. It's really tricky, because
0: if you wanted to really visually convey that they had succeeded in in lowering the death count, you could have, like, match frames where uh, the first time you show the bomb hitting, there's, like, people playing on a fountain yep, or swing totally. set, and then the second time, after they've intervened, you show those same scenes, 100%. but no people on them. Yeah. However, that would frame it as a success. Yep. Whereas, you kind of want to, to feel like a failure, because he wants people to think that Mitsu's is dead. Yeah. That Mitsu is dead, and then at the end, we don't know what's going to happen. And that yeah, when they I...
1: reunite, you're happy. So, you kind of can't have it both ways? I guess. I just, I don't know. I guess I never bought that she was ever in any real danger. Wait, who? Mitsuha. What? You never bought that she was in danger? Yeah, I never felt like I don't know. Like I knew that she was gonna be fine. Second know, watch. Your oh, sure. second watch. I, it's, but even my first watch too. No, I
2: don't know honestly because it's like once you see the comet hit, you're like, oh, they failed. Oh, I also really, I also really liked the parts where I, I liked how there were these kind of like little um, microcosms of of. Uh, movies like when Taki goes on his little adventure to find the town of Itamori and he's he's with his two friends and they're kind of like they go over here and they go over there and there's like a little montage of them like exploring different places and kind of talking to the locals and the his friends are playing a card game or whatever while he's trying to figure it out and they're like tired and they're leaning each other on the bus and stuff i thought that was kind of a fun little montage it was like a little teen uh, teen road trip movie and then there's also kind of another mini movie in Mitsuha's effort to save the town. I was like, all right, we got a plan, guys. Let's go. And then I felt like, oh, this is like a group of three kids who are like on an adventure to do something. I was like, this is just like a fun little I mean, uh, technically mini technically Taki's movie. plan. Sure. In her sorry, body. Not not Mitsuha, Taki. I like
1: that second sequence a lot, but that first one was ruined by the thought of, why didn't he just get the name of the town in one of the dreams? Like... He's huh? occupying her body. He's in her life. He's going to school. Like, oh, you're Was lucid he, dreaming. Why are no, you going it's to school? Not a, no, and like David. they've communicated. They've written on each other's hands on each other's. Yeah, faces. but he didn't
0: know what would be important because he only knows to investigate her town after the communication suddenly is severed. Yeah,
1: but if I woke up in someone else's body. I well, would be I would like, where take, am I? I'd probably take a video. Where am I? No, the way that I read that was that and he they knew. Communicated what the t- on social media, like the way that I read that dumb. is take that he knew recording. the town.
2: He knew the name of the town, but he forgot it because every time they wake up from these things, they forget things super easily. True. True. Yeah, but why not just like write it down? They, well, he didn't think that he would need it. He only—that's dumb that's dumb that is kind of dumb <laughs> that's really if you're stupid. just in a random town wouldn't you be like <laughs> where, where the hell am I anyway no, this is
0: Saskatoon oh my he's... god I'm
2: never coming to Saskatoon <laughs> no, when he's this in, sucks when even he... in summer when he's in Mitsu's body he knows the name of the town yeah when he wakes up his Taki he forgets it
1: but he remembers enough to love her yeah to fall in love. that's actually my biggest problem he remembers yeah, the connection this love because yeah,
0: I... when they're in each other's bodies it's pretty platonic as far as i could tell and maybe this is a fault of watching subs not dubs and not having like intonation and stuff but it didn't seem to me that their love which they have at the end of the movie was earned because in the original montages when they occupy each other's bodies they're hooking each up each other's lives up they're like i got you a date with this person like oh sweet thanks bro high five um but they never really get to interact with each other or and there's to me there wasn't a lot of scenes of like i'm falling in love with the no, this person totally. that I am. And how could they? Because they don't interact with that person. They only interact with the life around that person. So how could they really love each other other I... than this like ethereal ethereal like feeling they have and this connection that they have that's kind of just cosmic?
2: I, I think I see what you're saying, but I I didn't feel like like I, I think I totally understand why you would feel that way, because the only way that they do interact is through these like notes that they leave for each other and stuff. But I feel like maybe there is an element of this kind of like mystic cosmic connection that uh, can't be translated. I don't know. That's the way that I that I read it. Like through the, it can't be translated through the movie. I I think that what we see of the way that they act towards each other indicates the connection that they feel. Um, like what? Like uh, she's like I, the the night that the connection gets severed. They're about to. He's. He, she's going to call him or he's going to call her or something. I forget what happens, but she's like, oh, you should be able to see the comet. And they've clearly been talking a lot. You know, it's like a long long distance correspondence sort of thing. And he's about to call her and then he can't get through. And that kind of like leaves this like emptiness in him where I'm like, oh, I need to, this is like an unfulfilled thing. And so then like when you're on this like journey to like get something and you're trying so, so hard, I feel like that in itself kind of, not only builds a connection more, but it uh, makes it more important that you. I don't fulfill know. I it. feel I, like I they f- could
0: have built way more into yeah. the movie because they do have this like montage of like you know spending the time. Maybe and, they could like video messages for each other or something. But like, like why that? didn't they spend time doing things like? What if each character, instead of just you know going to work for them and and helping them, I'll help you get a date with Miss So and So by mending her skirt. Why didn't they show them doing? doing things that would make the other person like them. For example, like, whenever so-and-so's in my body, he always, like, helps my grandma around the house and does all these really sweet things. Or, or mm. like, oh, he, like, uh, he did this courageous act or, like, fixed well, my bike or something that I appreciate in a partner. And, like, they're doing things that the other admires. but They're not really doing that.
2: That would have been nice, but I, I feel like this is, like, this is kind of the high schoolishness of it where I don't think that high school people really have like g- super great reasons to like each other. It's just like, oh, I've spent a bunch of time with you. This is weak, Riley.
0: I've... No, so I'm not. so weak, man. What? It's a movie. What do you mean? You're saying it's just like realistic that the, the movie doesn't show us good reasons for them to love each other. But I'm, even I'm... though the whole movie is based <laughs> on them loving each other, the movie is allowed to not show us. Like, the movie's allowed to not earn it because they're high schoolers. I'm not
2: saying that the movie's allowed to do one thing or another. I'm just saying that the reason that you didn't like it isn't 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 uh, vibing with me because it all made perfect sense to me, given that this is, like, a pair of teenage kids who, like, they're not be like, this is what I'm looking for in a partner, someone who respects my family and blah, blah, blah. Like, they're just like, I've spent all this time with you and we have this connection. What they have spent zero time with each other. Well, I've spent this much time in you. They've not physically. And
1: that's the thing that's weird too. They... Like it's they're loving themselves. They just love themselves. It's like okay, I guess he can fall in this love is... with her just because he's
0: in her body. And he's like you know, nice she bliss. really has great boobs. I... and he's a high schooler. So <laughs> I think so what it really
2: enough. comes. What it really comes down to for me is the emotional nature of the whole thing. Like th- this mm. movie is about emotions. It's not about. I'm looking for this thing, and this is like it makes sense that I would do this. It's like I have this visceral, guttural, uh, instinctual need to connect with somebody, and so they find this connection through this uh, link through time, and it's uh, it's just like something that's kind of hard to understand. So then you just kind of go with the flow, and it turns out that they do feel this connect. It's not about like wanting or seeking out a connection that they decided to go for it's that we feel this connection is just there we can't we can't decide that it's there or not i think though that i, I agree with you about i just yeah. don't like
1: this not enough for me well, i think fair. it's it's important in romance movies uh f- if you want the audience to go along with it they have to feel what those characters are feeling because like that's what you're buying is is you're sure. like okay yeah i've got to feel this love i've got to feel what they're feeling like a crappy movie like moulin rouge works because mm. you're like oh i'm feeling the romance Right. But if the movie, if you don't feel the romance and the movie just doesn't work. Well, that's fair. I, I mean, for, I, I guess what I'm saying is I felt it. You felt it. Yeah. You felt It you worked felt, for me. For me, it was
0: just like, yeah, Freaky Friday, like, woo, montage. And then, uh, but although I will say that one of the coolest moments was in that montage, but it was just so glossed over when he's like, stop spending my money on food. And she's <laughs> yeah. like, but it's your body eating and I'm working too. Yeah. I'm like doing your shifts. It made sense. Thought, oh, that's so interesting. Let's explore that more, but it's all just wrapped up in this montage. Right. Because the movie actually doesn't want to spend time on the body swap. It, the body swap is really just a setup it is. for the real story which is trying to save this town.
2: Yeah. I I I and that's what I liked about it as well. I feel like that I going into this I was kind of expecting sort of maybe like a Freaky Friday sort of like, "Oh, look at all the hijinks mm-hmm. we get into with the body swapping." But that wouldn't be very
0: Japanese. No. I think what I think it's a characteristic of Japanese storytelling where they take something like that and then they just next level it. Yeah. Right. And they take it somewhere totally different.
2: Yeah, no, the, the I did not expect that's why I love the twist so much. One more thing about the relationship. Uh Mitsuha sets up that date with Miss what's her name? Okude. Miss o. Whatever, the cool girl from his work. And is she like a MILF or something? Why is she a Miss? I get I think she's probably she's like a couple older, years older, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But total MILF. Yeah, maybe you
0: can't tell an anime if people are like fourteen or thirty. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. like kids and old people, and then everyone in between.
2: Well, Japanese people too; they age very gracefully. That's not racist, is it?
0: Uh, everything's racist now, so <laughs> don't ask me, buddy. Don't include that.
2: I think it's fine. Put it in. Um, so Mitsuo set up, sets up this date that she wants to go on, and I think that's something that also made the relationship work, or, or their their love work, because Mitsuo set up this date for him to go on with this other girl but really mitsua wanted to go on the date with taki so i think that they we don't see the relationship get there but i think that was like an indicator to me that it had gotten there in the montage what do you mean she wants M- Mitsuo wants to go on it with taki like Mitsuo didn't want to go on the date with miss Ogaduke or whatever her name is she didn't want to go on. She's that's actually I wrote down multiple times in this movie. We could talk about this later, but I wrote down for almost every character something happens and I'm like, oh, is this character gay? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we shall talk about that. But wait, so you're saying Mitsua sets up the date for Taki to go on and she wants Taki to be in his own body when he yes. goes on
2: the date? Yes. But she likes the idea of him going on this date that she completely set up for them to go on. Mm-hmm. Even though she's not there at the date, she likes the idea of him experiencing that
1: it's weird love that's not how uh, yeah that's seems human contrary. emotion works well, but that's, that all they, that's all they got that's all they got i don't know I don't and know, i was know. like all that right seems like a reach if i like someone i'm not gonna be like super stoked to set them up on a date with someone else wait, wait, wait. so you unless we're talking about like blade runner or her where
0: a disembodied person sets up a date with an embodied person so that the non-physical disembodied person can experience what it's like to be physical
2: yeah but you guys are you're thinking too small man she gets uh, she likes the idea of her putting in the work to to have this nice experience that she she knows he will experience even if she's not there. Yeah,
1: that's not how humans work. <laughs> it is. When was the last you time you just, set up the person you like
2: with someone else? You guys just aren't in tune with your feminine <laughs> sides, man. You can't understand the the brains of women. You mean high school girls? Well, who sure. apparently sure. just fall in love for weird reasons, but they're also
0: so high minded that they can
2: No, that's just high school boys and girls.
0: Okay. They don't their brains
2: aren't working properly.
0: <laughs> what was the deal though? Because there is a lot of uh, room for gender bending in this movie, and I feel like there's some kind of message there, but it maybe not too flushed out. Like, what was the deal with Taki cutting Mitsu's hair and having short
1: hair at the end of the movie? Well, I think that's the part Taki of the like getting her. rid of tradition theme. And I think it's Mitsuha. Mitsuha cut t- cut cuts her, her own, own hair. hair. Oh, okay. And it's part yeah. of her from breaking free from her traditions and like being like, I want to be a big city girl.
2: Yeah, but that's what's so confusing because that's her last act, but part of the theme of the movie, I feel like, is similar to Spirited Away, where it's like, hey, you want to go off to Tokyo and do your fancy stuff, but remember you know our traditions and how nice those are and like let's go on a hike up to the family shrine and that's like a really nice moment in the movie like well
1: and even like the whole thing is set off because they have forgotten the past tradition of the meteor coming every thousand years right so like you forget your traditions you die yeah so that's not really a strong theme if that's uh they could have saved everything if they remember their traditions i think
0: maybe it's just more it's just subtler where it's like you need to remember but also adapt
2: that's fair. Yeah, it was kind of confused. I mean, I guess you're right that it is a subtle one. Like, But there's so many references, like the dad left the Shinto priesthood, and that's maybe why he's like not so happy with his life or whatever. He's not a good dad. Yeah,
0: and that was similar to Spirited Away, too, where yeah. they talked about like the post-war differences of Japan and how everything's different. I wonder, do you guys think there's any kind of like allegory for the bomb? I,
1: this is based on an earthquake that happened. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's like uh, there was—I can't remember the name of the town—but that's like inspired by a real earthquake event that happened and cleared a whole town. And
0: yeah, because it seemed to me that a lot of th- uh, thematically, it seemed like don't forget th- about the past. You know, they keep forgetting things, and he has this connection with this person, and it's only in that town where they do the traditional acts and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And he's just trying so hard to have—he's—he's—he's he's, he's just trying so hard to like maintain a relationship with this person and benefit from that. And it seemed like. Uh, another corollary to the, especially with the bomb or I guess the, any kind of disaster. Yeah. It was like, even though these people are gone, they still affect us so profoundly today mm-hmm. in, in ways that we don't even understand. So even though he can't remember, he still has these strong feelings. Right. And they're subconscious. And I think the movie kind of demonstrated that that wasn't just with the particular characters, but in the culture broadly and every, everyone there was also affected by this past.
2: Yeah, I, I wish, I do wish that the the theme there would was a little bit more pronounced. Um, but at the same time, I'm kind of like, I, I, I think it works sort of just as like background, um, information for the main story, which for me is this very emotional, uh, connection between two people, which, which got me there.
1: I I think that's fair. And I think you're right that if you're going in and you're just like, I'm going to enjoy this romance and like enjoy the fun roller coaster of it, that's good. I guess I wanted a little more. Uh, tickling of my brain. Oh, for sure. And I felt like I, I struggled to piece it all together into a singular idea, and maybe that's just me going in with the wrong expectations, but, yeah. like, what's the theme of this movie? It's kind of hard to nail down. Like, there's a lot of things that are explored, like family, tradition, yeah. trauma, like memory, but it never feels like it coalesces into, like, a point. Right. I don't right. feel like this movie is, like, this is the point of the movie. Totally. It's I just,
2: think yeah. if I would say that, like, if we're comparing this to Spirited Away in, in terms of the themes there, I feel like Spirited Away is maybe, like, too obscure. Like, it has a very, very focused point. Like, it has a, a, a clear theme and and things that it's trying to say, but it's so obscured by it. Like, like it's not very... Like, it's too deep. There's, like, too much to analyze there. Mm. Whereas in this one, it's, like, there are, there's, there's sort of this, like, beginnings of themes staying there, but they didn't, they didn't delve too deep enough. Like,
1: Spirited yeah. Away is too deep to, to grasp. Too abstract. And this one's, like, uh, too ethereal. It's interesting that there, there's, in both movies, there's a lot of power in remembering your, your name. Mm. Oh, that's like true. Spirited Away, that's, like, how they break the prince Freeze. he remembers his name. Totally,
2: man. Mm,
1: I important. love that archetype.
2: Yeah. I love the archetype showing up of like when you remember your name, it like gives you some sort of power. Yeah.
0: Speaking of power, do you think that if you body swapped, you'd still be able to slay other teenage girls at basketball? Or do you think that would leave you? Because they body swap. It's just here's the thing we have this fallacy in, <laughs> in Western, it really goes back to Descartes. <laughs> <laughs> this mind and body uh-huh. duality, where they're two separate things, just is false. Your brain and your body are the same thing. Your brain doesn't end. It's not just floating in your cranium. Your brain stem, right. it, it, all your nerves are just an extension in your brain, and they permeate yeah. your entire body. So it just doesn't make any sense that, like, if he's going to suddenly inhabit her body, would he still be able to, like, do layups and, well, and dunk that, and stuff? Well, I don't think
2: the movie is necessarily saying that he is, like, more athletic because... Or, or Mitsuha is more athletic when Taki is inhabiting her body. But I, I do think that it, there's a confidence issue there where it's like... Mitsuha doesn't seem like somebody who's like, hey, I'm gonna like Slam dunk destroy there. on the court. Yeah, so well, she's let's kinda talk like, about this. more hesitant and where you know, Taki is a is a boy in Japanese culture and he's like, Yeah, let's go, guys. Like we're we're playing sports. So sports. Like, so how much do you think like for a sport, like let's say
0: she doesn't get any coordination or muscle memory boost? Like so she's still gonna be bad at three points or foul shots or whatever, but you get the game sense, you know the rules, you know where to be, you get the strategy, the huh. meta, the well, confidence.
2: Okay, if we're getting really into this, into the science of it, then I feel like the muscle memory has to come along because um, all of our brains have differently mapped neurons. So if, if, if body swapping was possible, there would necessarily have to be some sort of transference of muscle memory in order for you to like just walk. Because your brain is not, like, our brains are so different that you can't necessarily take your brain and plug it into my body and then have everything work Well, properly. it depends
0: on what you're saying by body swap. It's like, are you switching brain slash nervous systems or are you just switching consciousnesses? And Can my consciousness just interface well, with your, your neural network?
2: Well, but pers- to what you just said a few minutes ago. Our consciousnesses are in- inextricably linked to our brain. So it's like this thing, the thing that we're talking about here is a magical thing. It wouldn't happen. It's impossible. So at the end of the day, you know, I've, I've, this is a mood point.
1: I think, thing, I, think, <laughs> I think the movie's concession is that there, we have a spirit inside of us and that spirit can go between bodies and the right. body is not. So then the spirit is, is above the, the body. So this
2: movie. Uh, the the director is a de, uh, Cartesian dualist, and uh, <laughs> then he, she can she is better at basketball.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she slays, but I, I I find it frustrating that Splish, pretty splash. much in every part of the montage they find a way to sexualize that girl. Mm. Yeah, it's just like yeah, come on, and it's just like I I like I here's the thing I like anime I like anime a lot, and I think some of the you world... like anime a little too much, David probably. <laughs> Some of the world building and some some animes are absolutely phenomenal, and they right. they're so creative. And there's no TV that's as out there and insane and cool as anime. But they have to fucking sexualize everybody all the time. Yeah, it's the worst. And it's like, just stop it. We were playing just Final <laughs> Fantasy
0: fifteen the other day because we we're like reviewing oh. the Xbox Series X. Yeah, and it was like, okay. Like it's yeah. like, how did this get made? Like it's brutal. Like the first female character shows up on the screen, and it's like literally wearing Daisy Dukes with like a thong yeah. sticking uh, like, like yeah. pulled way up. <laughs> yeah. She's wearing like
1: a
2: push-up bra. It's this is this is also a video game problem in general, but Especially but yeah, Japanese definitely animes and and Japanese games. Like yeah, they gotta they got. I mean, and, it's hey, and, cultural, man. And 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 just to like, just so you know,
0: like David's a pervert. Like he's a sex <laughs> fiend. Like he can't stop. Yep. He loves
1: titties, but, like, this is just... <laughs> this is obscene. Yeah, when that's also, it's definitely no, but weird. The thing that really bothers me about anime is that they sexualize high schoolers. Yeah, Like, I love Persona 5. is one of my favorite games of all time. But the first boss is evil because he sexualizes high schoolers. But then the rest of the game... Sp- is spent in like sexualizing high schoolers. Yeah, that's they gave just, themselves an easy out. That's
2: yeah. just that's just bringing the magnifying glass <laughs> right back on the player, man. That's meta, dude. No, that's it's meta, not. dude. No. Um, I feel like this is such an interesting point about anime and about uh, Japanese culture because I wrote, I made a little note where I don't think that a movie like this, as it is, could have been made anywhere else but in japan in the year 2016? When 2016 when 2016 like the gender roles are in the, and and you know like this movie isn't a an, uh, isn't an all encompassing uh you know uh, s- summary of japanese culture but like i see this in a lot of portrayals uh, out of japan that like their gender roles in in normal society are very much similar to like you know kind of the 50s sort of like nuclear family sort of thing Um, or maybe not nuclear family but like definitely in terms of like the men go to work and they do this thing and the the women women are are dainty and they wear skirts and they uh, are fragile Um, and yeah you see that in this movie it's so interesting because you have this other side of Japanese culture that's just like 16 year olds are (laughs) they're fair game
1: man like (laughs) she's three years ago in the past so that
0: explains (laughs)
2: it
1: (laughs) They're way backwards. Yeah, so if you're dating a high schooler, if they're time traveler, it's totally cool.
0: What's the deal with when she travels? I think we see this at the beginning of the movie, but we don't know what we're looking at yet. But um, throughout the movie, Taki has a bracelet that she's woven, and right. he gave it to her at the she, end.
1: She gave it to him way
0: before they ever body swap, right?
1: But she didn't give it to him. He, like, they passed each other on the train, and he yeah. like grabbed it, and I, I was I left have, with it. I didn't right.
2: have time to include this in, in the synopsis. But yeah, so like three years prior, she was experiencing the body swaps, but he wasn't yet. So then she travels to Tokyo to meet him, being like, hey, he's going to recognize me. But he doesn't recognize him, her because the the body swaps haven't happened in his time. Um, so yeah, they she kind of throws it at him. As, so are
0: they supposed to be the same age in that scene? Yeah, they're both like high school seniors. Like, well, I'm the, confused, in though. that scene with us, where they exchange the bracelet, are they the same? they Are each the same age as they are the rest of the movie,
2: or he have been like three years younger? They don't really. Do they say? I don't think they say what year they're in or whatever. But I, they seem to be graduating because they talk about like yeah. going to college. I think stuff. the thing that makes the most sense is that they are, like, he's three years older than her.
1: No. Or, or no, she's three years the, older than him. Yeah, in the current time, she's three years older. Yes, but in their body swapping age, they're, they're the, the same. same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Well, we yeah, that uh, that red. Th- Thai thing is like a very traditional Japanese thing to signify right. romance and like promise. And that's
2: another, and speaking of going back to twist, that's another great twist because he has that on him the whole time, but then you only really, it's only addressed once uh, he finds out that the town's destroyed and he's staying at the hotel and Miss Okadokadoka is like, hey, what's that thing on your wrist? And he's like, oh, I got this years ago and I don't remember what it's from. And then- you kind of, like, learn that, like, oh, yeah, that's her hair ribbon. I don't, that's a great... It's a great reveal. Yeah, I thought I, that
1: was good, too. I think I just... I'm frustrated because the... What they remember and what they forget is very convenient to the plot. I
0: don't really mind that. What I do mind is... This movie could have been, like, 10 or 15 minutes shorter if they just cut down the amount of people just running around wailing.
1: What's his name? <laughs> What's yeah. <is> his name? <laughs> what is it? I'm just like, God. Like, what does it add to this theme of this... Like, what is, what is that... Uh, idea add to the weight of this story what, that the they can't forgetting? remember their names that they re- can't remember where they are like other than like adding obstacles to the plot what does it add to the emotion or the theme or the idea i think of it this definitely movie?
2: adds to the emotion because it's like it it, it provides a mechanism by which they it, it's harder for them yeah, to get. It's, like to it's also a ticking clock yeah Give them
0: a reason to do things quickly. Um,
2: but, yeah, I, I, I'm struggling to find a thematic reason for why it's important other than, like, it's it's cool to have people, like, remember names. I don't know.
0: I'm not going to say that it doesn't exist, though, because it's a story from a different culture. and Yeah. I know that this movie has a ton of symbolism. That's fair. Like, layered in visually and, and thematically. So I'm just not going to touch
2: that with a 10-foot pole. <laughs> um, can I just say that when they find out that they're body swapping, how it, like... Jumps into a musical punk music montage. I, know. That was, uh, I was just so like, because, like, up until that point, it's like kind of a regular movie. Like, yeah. they had the musical intro or whatever, and then, like, things go, and there's the montage of them, like, getting to know. Oh, no, that's after, right? So. Within like the first 10, 15 minutes or something, you find you find out that they're body swapping. Yeah. But then you get another musical montage after the intro. It's just like, what's yeah, going on? That's how di- many times is this- I was like, is awesome. this a
1: musical? That's another Nate Year on David's chart. That's, that's, that's song dip number, number two, two <laughs> on my chart. I hate that. Yeah, <laughs> it's so bad. man. It's really
2: I'm I'm really uh, upset that I that they translated the the music to to English because I. I haven't heard the original Japanese songs but like listening to it through I think one of the things that made me enjoy it a lot more and and I didn't get I didn't take away points for that cuz I was like oh the Japanese original songs must be way better like I'm like the guy who is singing this in English is pitchy and yep. he's just it seems like he's a bad singer <laughs> Back. Um and I was like I have to just I just assumed that the Japanese versions were better so then yeah. I, I gave it a pass on that I think that's totally girls fair.
0: don't like boys girls like cars and money
1: good is that a lyric that's good Charlotte yeah it oh, okay. sounds okay. just like it <laughs> yeah it, and I it's a shame because I watched it on Plex last night but I own it on Google Play because when it first came out I had such praise I was super excited to watch it and that version also has the English uh, songs so it's not easily accessible to get the Japanese songs yeah.
2: That's a mistake. That's weird, man. It's a mistake. Yeah, big big mistake, I think, in my opinion.
0: One visual that really made me go, huh, was when, um,
2: when is it? He drinks the sake.
0: No, one visual that really like kind of tugged to my heartstrings a little bit, even though I think I got less emotional in this movie, it was less emotionally connected than most people watching it, was um, Taki lands in Mitsu's body again later on in the movie and um, gives himself her a big hug. Yeah, yeah. Because he's always been grabbing the boobs, yeah. and it's always good in a screenplay to like repeat things, yeah. and you can show character growth through re- repetition, or you can do use for humor. But in this, it's it's visual or visual repeti- repetition. But instead of grabbing the boobies, he just like just goes right past them and just. Hugs gives herself, her hug. himself, yeah.
1: and that was that was great. Is that the scene when he's he's crying and then the sister walks in and then he's crying, grabbing yeah. the boobs? Because that, yeah. it, I was like that moment almost makes all the boob grabbing kind of worth it because it was so funny. It when, was very funny when uh, he's crying because and, he he hugs
2: her and you're like, oh, that's yeah, nice. Yeah. And then he's just, but then it's like, no,
1: he goes for the boobs. <laughs> I
2: like
1: the I like the boob grabbing because it's like that's exactly what he would do. Oh, totally. No, yeah. that's exactly I, what any
2: I, guy would do. As I think soon you, as they find when themselves when you pair
1: it though with the next shot is like a shot of a teenage girl in her underwear. Topless. It's like
2: eh. yeah. Yeah. I was kind of like, eh. I was yeah. really scared that they were gonna like show something. No. I was like, no, 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 And then no. they like they it's obscured. I'm like, Ooh. fuck
1: um, it. We're reviewing cuties. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> we skipped on cuties and now this.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think I think it uh, just goes to make me feel like when I watch anime, I'm a gross person. <laughs> like I just can't shake that that's feeling. That's why. That's why I honestly,
2: well, that's not why I stay away from anime. But one of the only animes that I've watched. The only anime that I've watched uh, all the way through is Attack on Titan. Yeah, because yeah. it doesn't have any of that crap. What's that one like? Gun kill thing?
0: Gundam? Full Metal Alchemist. No, or the Gundam? one where, the gun the one where they have like these outfits that protect them, but their outfits are all just like G strings. Oh,
2: kill, kill la kill. Yeah. Kill la kill. Yes. Yeah. Now it's it's messed up, man.
0: Yeah, that one. I stay away. How can you watch that with anyone else in the house? You it's know? so embarrassing. Someone else someone. walks in, it's like,
2: yay. <laughs> That's what, well, I guess there must be, I mean, the weebs listening are just like, oh, you it's sad, so artistic. you sad naive boys. <laughs> <laughs> this is what this is what being a man means.
1: <laughs> if her boobs aren't triple F, I don't want to watch it.
2: Uh,
0: yeah. A lot of people had a really... Uh, huge emotional response to the end of this movie given that they had seen a previous film from this director called what is it five centimeters per second i think it's called and it has a similar ending it actually has a similar premise where there's the two people have a connection and they they try to find each other and i think at the end of the movie spoilers for this i haven't seen it but it's a similar thing where you don't know if they're gonna finally meet up or not and then they don't Mm -hmm. and so coming into this movie, which has a similar vibe, you were like, Oh my god, he's gonna do it again, that son of a bitch. No. And then
2: he gives it to you and you're just like,
0: Yes, I'm not <laughs> crying,
2: you're crying. Oh man. I can't believe so you you weren't you weren't emotionally affected by this movie. Again, I was You said five to nine for your rating. It's a big window. Yeah, you can't do
0: that. I know I can't. But the reason is because I think if I AI, I should actually just watch it twice because there, you know there's your first watch is emotional and your second watch is intellectual and mm. so I this movie I think is layered enough to I would see things differently I know there's a lot of foreshadowing if you're if you know what to look for oh, yeah and also just like I don't think I connected emotionally in part because of disruptions like right, my, right, right. my wife came home during it yeah. the baby like woke up and was running around all yeah. that all that kind of stuff I, and then I had to keep like turning off my my machine and back on to like try to get it to not be frozen and crap like it was bad yeah
2: no i can totally get that i i had a pretty much uninterrupted experience so i i don't think i would ever watch this movie again because it was such a good emotional sort of journey the first time i'm just kind of like i don't i don't want to go back and like look for the things that uh, might make it a bit more of a intellectually stimulating experience because i feel like through our discussion i've I think we've gotten to the, the point where we don't really think they're there that much.
1: And I think romances are always the best the first time where like, yeah. the will they won't they, you get the payoff. It's yeah. all, it's all fresh and you're taken on it. It's such a, uh, empathetic journey, I guess, where you're feeling what they're feeling and that's the joy of it. And you'll never get that again. It's yeah. always going to be trying to, you're just going to be chasing the dragon of the first watch. So. The
2: ride was there, man. It was Some a-
1: movies are rides like the prestige or Dunkirk. Well, this
2: one definitely was. Yeah, <laughs> Christopher Nolan movie. Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> well, I, or I'm saying well, like it's kind of spoiled
1: after you've seen it once. It depends. I mean, like something like Dunkirk, I feel like, is so powerful the first time. And like you said, this, the first time is emotional. The second time, it's kind of more intellectual. And as long as those intellectual ideas are there and can be dissected, then a movie can be as or more enjoyable on later watches. Like, Tree of Life, the first time I watched it, I hated. it. I remember I walked out of the theater and I like he was yelling I was like this is the worst movie I've ever seen like and if I don't get it on the first watch like it's garbage movie right I was so wrong the more I watch it the more my brain's like chow, 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 mm. getting exploded open and like there's so much and to dissect in my way oh because my <laughs> mind's exploded. just
2: just, just vibing man.
1: yeah and I think that I don't know we've talked about it briefly before where if a movie is best on its first watch or better with repeat viewings is that a positive or a negative mm. and like I don't know, but this movie is definitely best on its first watch.
2: Yeah. On your second watch you were not as
1: I didn't enjoy it on my first watch because the Japanese song the J pop songs are so bad. I wouldn't they're, call they're them J pop. They're deal breakers for me. They're like like it's hard, like guttural body, like Jeez. you are not gonna have a good time.
2: Oh man.
1: <laughs> yeah, you want to turn off the movie at an unprecedented
0: speed. See, honestly yeah.
2: well, okay. I see what I did there? Maybe uh, 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 uh,
0: my um, eyes are drier.
2: I feel like yeah, I already you feel said like a lukewarm can of soda. What? These are the okay, lyrics. the Okay, okay. I'm like what are these words? Um I Speaking of the words, I feel like I could kind of like block them out. I don't know. I was just like listening to the music, but maybe the, again, that's. Well, we had problem. them written
0: on the screen. know,
2: yeah, well, that's a good point. Oh, Did, you I have... see. I didn't have the subtitles. Yes, yeah. they were
0: subbed, like italicized subtitles of the lyrics. Yeah, but
2: I watched it. I have the subtitles on all the time, so I was listening to the English audio, and I had the subtitles. But the subtitles weren't there for the music.
0: Yeah, because I get because when you put on English, when you're watching English movie, and you put on English, it's English closed captioning. Right, theory. right, right. And so that wouldn't have been in, mm. included there.
2: One thing that I thought was nice in terms of just like the art design and stuff is the fact that you already mentioned that the town was based off of... Well, I don't know if you mentioned it, it was based off of Hida or Hida? I think it's based off the town of, of Hida in... in Hida City in Gifu Prefecture. And like a lot of the physical locations that you see the characters in in the movie are based off of real places. And there's a there's a website where you can go... And visit the real life places that inspired the 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 places in the anime, and even like the library where he goes to research Itamori, the town. Like that's a real library, and you can go there. And so that's pretty cool. Maybe we'll maybe I'll link it in the YouTube description or something. That's a pretty cool idea. And I like
1: I love that people are so passionate about this movie that they would care enough to travel to these places that it has that kind Mm -hmm. of impact on them. Like just because I don't like the movie, man. Don't don't even care about it. Just enjoy it. You would say you don't like this movie? No. I
2: thought what I thought would you give it?
1: I gave it this. Wait, did you actually you ever give it, give it a, a score rating? Out of 10? No score. You oh. have to give it a I score. Refuse. Both of you guys are, are I refuse.
2: Come on. Well, I just don't want I'm people a I'm the only one gave it a rating here. Okay,
0: you gave it an 8. That's very strong. For myself, uh, I give it a range cuz I I don't know, but I am giving it like a 5. I, I kind of didn't I A really, 5. I didn't want to watch it. <laughs> I had to yeah, fa- I wasn't enjoying. Here, here's another thing. I fell asleep last night watching this crap, and I had half an hour left in it, and then I watched, I got up at 6.30 in the morning, I
2: finished it. I'm upset. I, I Man, I did not expect this outcome.
1: Did Give it a rating, David. Uh, can I give it my personal like feeling no. rating, and then an objective rating? Amalgamate them. You uh, must amalgamate them! I give it a ZX532.
0: I'm not... <laughs> Very Elon Musk of you. Yeah. <laughs> and just because I just remembered it, I realized a lot of you people listening to this are on Spotify and you don't subscribe or follow us. You just keep listening.
2: Just but you just should follow in the background. Yeah,
0: follow us. Come on, follow. Come, Come on. on, join the navy. Come
2: on, what are you doing?
0: Yeah, I've talked about this movie about as much as I want to. Uh, you guys want to? <laughs> Here, here's a new thing: Dune, which I love, delayed a whole dang year. Uh, Ridiculous yeah. question for you though. Here's the question: Now, can we do Dune 1984? Because you'll have so much time. You have time to see Dune 1984,
1: then read the book, and then watch the new movie. I'm down. I think I would have enough time to forget it. I think we should do it. I think it will be hilarious. Do we want to do Dune
2: 1984 without,
1: like, a year before the, the actual one comes out? Okay, here's the deal, though. If we do Dune 1984, we get to do another James Bond. Okay. <laughs> That's, my, well, that's, that's, Riley's, that's Those are, that's those my, are two arrangements Those, are, two different different terms. What, what those are David's terms What are Riley's terms <laughs> My
2: terms are we don't do either <laughs> What do we have to do for you Riley I don't know Star Wars Another two. Star Wars You want to Revenge to of the Sith
1: Let's and, do Revenge of the Sith There you go You get your revenge I get my James Bond He gets his Dune That's episode three right Yep Wait No I think we should do episode <laughs> one I thought, I thought it was If we do Dune Then we get to do a Star Wars Yeah
2: A Star War A Star War Squadrons, great game. We can talk about the game, sure. Let's do the Phantom Tennis.
0: <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun,
2: dun, dun, what is dun, that? Dun, 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 dun. The Phantom it's of Tennis. It's a Wii game. <laughs> like people are playing tennis to the Duel of the Fates. That'd be fun. Like lightsaber, <laughs> <laughs> tennis <laughs> <laughs> rackets. 15. Love. The, the squeaking <laughs> of the sneakers on the. <laughs>
0: polished green screen set.
1: <laughs> okay, what we should do is... Um, but what are we doing next week? End Endgame. Game. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've, I've been wanting to watch Endgame ever since we did Infinity War. I'm like so amped. I haven't seen it since theaters. Woo! I feel well prepared now. Every,
0: after the episode on Infinity War, I feel like I understand more about characters' motivations and stuff.
2: Mm. <laughs> characters and stuff. You know,
0: I understand the universe. I know where people are coming from.
2: I'm ready to hate Endgame again. What? Yeah. Let's do it. So, Avengers Endgame, guys, you heard it here first before anywhere else you might have heard it. <laughs> yeah, on Fox News, <laughs> they're talking about which episode we're doing that's next. That's what we're watching next <laughs> week. So, boot up your Disney Plus subscriptions and pay your tribute to the mouse. That's where Endgame is at? Huh? Yeah. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, it's on Disney Plus, dude.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm, that's where I'm going to watch it.
1: sucks. We need to, I need to cancel Let's it. Let's not
0: do Endgame. No, let's do Endgame. <laughs> You're bad. <laughs> <laughs> Black Widow's not coming out this year. That was the whole thing. We're doing this road to Black Widow. Yeah, we're
2: doing the, the roads. The roads to all of these movies Thank just goodness. kind of dropped okay. off. So now, what they is were the first by a comic. movie
1: back in theaters? The only ones and that, How long are? How long will it be?
2: There
0: are a few that haven't been officially delayed, including Soul from Pixar. Is that what it's called?
1: Soul. That will get pushed yeah, Soul, back. Yeah. There's almost no way that I, that one might get a streaming release because I could see it doing well on streaming, but. There's almost no way that's a you know, theater.
2: I I guess that Mulan must have not done as well because so. after that came out and people were like, oh, maybe this is how they're doing it now. Then all of these movie delays came out like all at once. Well, so. it's well, hard to Maybe M-
0: Mulan d- will do. A, well, it probably won't do well. But, but <laughs> that sucks. I don't know. But there's lots of reasons why it wouldn't have done well. So maybe sure. that doesn't pretend. But they don't.
1: They don't care. They don't care. And like the reviews are good. It's still like 75 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So in their eyes, like positive reviews, not great financial yeah. results. So what's the point? Do you know that the
0: financial result wasn't that good?
1: Not that many bought it. We don't know, it? but I mean, we would start to I think if it was good, we would start to see other stuff show up on Disney Plus. Are our
2: mov- our movies just done now?
1: Well, Wonder Woman is still on the on the docket oh, for 2020. I'll bet 20. A, oh. I'll bet $50 that Wonder Woman gets pushed back proud Probably. of 2020.
2: Linus was saying uh in the office that he thinks that movies as we know it are done. They're done donezo. It like, really depends on what
0: happens between us beating this virus like do all these like for example uh what was that chain that clo- that closed like all their locations until further notice in the united states so they're the second biggest one amc it's not amc well in mm. the uk i think regal closed yeah mm. well they closed all their they're a uk company that closed oh, all the us locations i see i see and so are they what if they just go bankrupt before this is yeah. all over and that takes like, another eight months
2: so. that's what i hear that like theater chains are just like bleeding money well and i think that it it's true. I think that movies might not look uh, as we uh, expect them to in the past. In the you know, they might be done in in the way that we expect to see them. But what he was saying was like if if
0: we don't ever have movie theaters again, yeah, then and we need to they need to make money a different way, like right. in a different
1: medium. Then does that change how movies get made? For sure, because like you've seen Netflix totally have a different style of movie. It's all these smaller. Fifteen to thirty million dollar movies that are kind of more indie feeling. You can kind of be more artistic because you don't have to sell a million versions of that movie. You just have to entice people to stay on your service. So it's like a Mm -hmm. it's more about quantity of good stuff than having these big tent poles. Right. And Disney Plus is kind of the opposite. They're going for these big tent poles. They're like the Mandalorian is the reason you should watch, subscribe to our service. Yeah. I don't think they're doing as well. So I think it will if. If we lose theaters, we lose poles as we know them, I right. think. But
2: I, th- I don't think that's a so bad, honestly. Like, if we don't get as many Star Warses, that's okay. Yeah. If, if we get some more movies that, like, you know, maybe have a bit more of a focused like vision. Like Get Out or, or something. Ha- yeah. Like, they don't have a... million budget or whatever, but they have something important to say and they kind of like.
1: But then you go, don't get your Lord of the Rings. You don't get your. Honestly,
2: I'm fine with not getting Lord of the Rings if it means
1: that we get better, like indie style movies. I think both can coexist. And I think, like, this period of transition has been good for movies because there's so many movies coming out all the time on every service. There's so many good TV shows everywhere. You mean it's good for... Right now, Right now, in, when we're kind of in between theater era and streaming era, we're getting the best of both worlds. We're getting all these big Marvel movies. We're getting all these big DC movies. Well, we're not we're getting, getting them yet. Well, we're, right now is <laughs> we're the being, transition being, out of this, yes, for sure. Um, they're being withheld from And I us. think that like, as much as I... If I have to choose one, I want to choose the small, intimate movie... I still love the big tent poles. I still oh, sure. love those big franchises. And so to see that maybe go away. I makes I me think sad. what
2: I'm saying is that there's way too many of those. Like I could do with maybe two or three big Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, yeah, you know, because things. they're all
0: trying to be like that, like a, a Suicide year.
2: Squad. You're like, no,
0: don't spend millions and millions on yeah, suicide, squad. suicide Squad. Just yeah. like put all your eggs into Dune and into like Infinity yeah.
1: War. Okay, <laughs> is there but, a way to just tell them? But you don't know if stop it's, making Suicide Squad. You don't know if it's going to be good until way <laughs> you're too invested in the process anyway. It's not like no one tries to make a bad movie. No one tries to make Suicide Squad bad. Is that? They go on a path. They're like, uh-oh, this is the wrong path. They veer to one way. oh this is a bad path too. And they veer yeah. and they keep veering. But I think that... Yeah, you don't start out trying to make a bad movie. You for try, sure. Yeah. I think that
2: it's uh, a giant budgets have been normalized for these things, though. So that a movie that could have, like, the, a movie that has the potential to be a Star Wars... Uh, because there's so much money in it and so much studio oversight and all these things, like it just it's a suicide squad. Mm. So if there are fewer movies that get allocated the big giant budgets, maybe they have a bigger um, incentive to make it really good. Cause it's like, whoa, we got a, we got a five hundred million dollar budget. But so do all these other movies. That's fair. So it's like, it's not a big deal. Yeah, and you really invest. Uh, we just uh, need to have, have enough explosions. We yeah. need to pay the G- uh, graphics guys enough to make it look pretty. Yeah, you don't
1: have David Ayer direct your tentpole. You have a Christopher Nolan exactly, direct your tentpole because exactly. it actually matters. Yeah, it.
2: maybe. I mean, maybe that wouldn't happen, but uh, that's maybe it's optimistic. You would think matter. that if your company's putting up have
1: $300 million
0: that... They want to do a good job to get the return on investment. They're trying to
2: make a lot of money. But clearly, but that's the thing—they can make a lot of money on these things, even if it's a shitty movie. But they make so much less money.
1: Like the DC universe has made infinitely less money than Marvel, and I think the general consensus is that Marvel has been from like there's some bad Marvels, but pretty good to great. I think DC is like a pretty—it's a great example
2: of like it going really badly, though, because they. Like, I think that there are enough of these, like, dumb, big-budget blockbusters that aren't really connected to one of these major franchises that, you know, pass through and make a decent amount of money that it's, like, it's enough for them to make the equalizer, too, or whatever, you know? I
0: wonder what the problem is there. <laughs> like, you have a lot of competent people involved, but then you just have, like, do they have bad producers who try to, like, get their creative little thing in there and, and it just, like, <laughs> makes the
1: producers makes who, worse?
2: Producers who think they're directors.
1: Or writers? Well it's a combo too and like even the most creative person makes bad decisions once in a while and I don't think you make so. an early
2: Not this guy <laughs>
1: <laughs> you make a bad decision early on that kind of sets the tone for what your prop designer is doing And then they're designing weird props that don't fit with your audio and your visuals start not matching And then you just got <laughs> yeah. this weird tone of a movie that nothing. not the reason
2: this movie uh, went down is the props uh, Frickin prop master a over
1: there <laughs> Really screwed the pooch Yeah, there's just so many moving pieces when you make a movie that it's easy to get disconnected from all the different departments. And all of a sudden, there's seven different movies that are being made and they have to somehow work together. And then you have Die Another Day, and then You Want to Die that day.
2: (laughs) Die not another day, die today, now. This podcast
1: just turned out to be 15 minutes longer.
2: (laughs) There you go. Hey, there's an LMG Clips clip for you. watch this on Clips. (laughs) (laughs) And watch Avengers Endgame this week. Next week, whenever you have time. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Who knows when they're listening to this? These are forever, Riley. These are forever. Love you so much. If you die, your child will have this record of you.
2: And that's the only reason I do them. As long as he doesn't Because I am not talking to him myself. Your
0: name. Your name. (laughs) What was his name? Dad. Dad.